1: okay hello everyone and welcome to the show so today we have with us kimberly graham owner of kg financial and kim is a profit coach who aims to help entrepreneurial power couples who would desire the clarity in their home and in their business finances by providing close support to help you with your communication and your financial routines so that you can live in love and walk in wealth ah oh, fantastic kim Welcome to the show.
2: Hello. It's so nice to be here. Thank you so much for having
1: me on the show. It's a pleasure to have you here. So can you expand just a little bit more on where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with?
2: Oh my goodness. Where are we at today in our business? Well, my husband is actually um, one of my co-pilots in my business now. He was not in my business previously. Um but he has gotten bitten by the entrepreneurial bug. So we now work with couples and we love to work with entrepreneurial couples. Um and a lot of times when you're dealing with entrepreneurs and then you have a spouse on top of that, there's a lot of communication, especially if you've never had communication about finances before or I shouldn't say haven't had communication because every couple has had communication about finances, but maybe uh good or fruitful or clear conversations around finances, if it always ends in some type of fight or some type of like, you know, somebody gets pissed because someone said something they shouldn't have said or whatever we don't want that as you're building business, there's enough we have to think about and worry about because we're all doing certain things from scratch. We want that part of your finances and your business and your home to be bliss. Um, so that's what we want to be able to help our clients do.
1: Um,
2: so yeah, that's a little bit about the business and what we're up to now.
1: I love that. And that, although maybe it's just one aspect of Mm. the life of an entrepreneur and the life of, of couples, it is, it's fundamental it's such an important piece Well, i said that most divorces come through financial challenges mm-hmm. this money the stress the pressure celebration it holds it holds so much weight and fucking it damn really it, it it's all made up it, oh it's my a, gosh yeah made up energy money doesn't <laughs> exist it's, it, it's what we put on it right so i mean i've got yeah. deep straight away there but it's it's it, it's so super crucial so what do you what do you find time and time again are the the initial challenges maybe it's awareness maybe it's a problem mm. that they need to work through and come together what is the maybe the, the fundamental first step in your yeah. process.
2: Oof, this is a good one because the thing is when it comes to finances, like I feel like when we're talking about business and business ownership, we can all own up and say, man, we don't know, i know it. Uh, we need some support or yeah, you know, my business isn't where I need to be. Oh, you need sales. You need this, you need that. When it comes to money, you know, you know that you're not great with money or you know that you are great with money. Like, you know. So <laughs> the, the thing that I find that the first step for these clients and for these couples is not necessarily... Just, hey, you you know that you should probably have better conversations on your, we know, we know that. But it's the willingness to want to do something about it and awareness that there is a solution to it. Because I think we've been trained to think that that's just the way it needs to go. That we should argue about fi- finances. That's what everyone does. If you look at any sitcom, if you look at any, you know, like any person that you see in media, everyone's arguing about money. That's just what you do. So we haven't seen good examples so I think the hardest part for me is helping people understand, like, knock, knock. No, it doesn't have to be that way. Honestly, you could change this for yourself and for your future if you'd like to. Let me show mm. you how.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. We could strip out everything you just said and have like a few episodes. <laughs> Let, let's pick one aspect of that because there's so many b- bits of gold there. The Maybe it's the weakness. Maybe it's the um, being able to have. You just said we do. Yeah. Everyone fights about it. It's normal. Yeah. That's one of the problems. So I'm going to bring my perspective as a, as, as the mindset coach, as the personal aspect. that's the programming. That's the belief Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is not necessarily true. But when we have these things that we've seen on TV and films, and we've seen our parents doing it, we pick up these beliefs and actually, fuck it. You don't have to argue about money. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be such a source of angst. However, it's, is it more inherited? Is it more just I thought that's what we do.
2: Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get that. Um, sometimes it's like the teamwork aspect. One person might say, no, I want it to look different. My family did this and I don't want it. And mm. then the other one is not quite there yet. The other part of the, the half of the couple is is like, "What? Why, why are you trying to change things? Why are you trying to like, quote unquote, mess it up? <laughs>
1: <Ooh>. <laughs>
2: you know, like we're doing fine like we use words like we're fine we're okay we get by and the other spouse is like but I don't want to just be fine or be okay I want to thrive I want to I want to be abundant and so they have that awareness but and so I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of mindset work it is before you even get into dollar signs it's a lot of that 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 willingness to say, I am ready to do this with you because it's going to take work. We can't just Mm. fall in the status quo.
1: Now, just as individuals, just having, forget the power couple, just Mm. one person being able to understand and unlock the, the money mindset and what money truly means to them and where their beliefs have come from, what money, what value they place on it. That's hard enough. Okay. There is a lot wrapped up in that. You can break it down once you have the right framework Mm -hmm. of asking the right questions like oh my god I see it now that's huge but with two people now you've got two very different points of view two very different upbringings two very different perspectives and you don't have to come from completely different backgrounds and countries to have this Mm -hmm. so one and I'd like you to just expand on this but the biggest concept that I have here is when you've got two people and money for one person is security Mm -hmm. and for another person money is fun Mm -hmm. so rather than why are you doing that why do we change it's a case of what's really being said and here's a principle translation please
2: Mm -hmm. you can Mm -hmm. translate
1: what's being said hey you're spending my security yes versus the other person says hey you're not you're you're stifling my my fun my happiness my satisfaction so it's the same thing needs to happen, but there's two perspectives. Mm-hmm. Until that's realized, it's almost under the surface. We have no idea. Exactly. That's mass awareness. So yeah. that a lot from me, can you just break that apart or, or expand on it or yeah. work your magic with that? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So again, like once it, it's really the, the communication as we just said, right? So that's part of the thing that we do. We talk about how do we have these conversations without pointing fingers? Right. Because I can't tell you how many people, especially I used to work with just female entrepreneurs. Um, and they would talk about how they would purchase something for their business for their personal life or whatever. And they would come in with their bags, you know, from Walmart Target, Amazon boxes, and the other spouse would be like, What? You did this again? And it's all like when things don't go right, as soon as like there's a car breakdown, there's a whatever, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. That one action you did ruined this for us that's why we can't do it why can't you figure out how to manage your money right it's very like it's it's so what we try to have clients do is to practice i statements this is like therapy 101 right we're not therapists but like we've read a bunch of books about it and we're not claiming to be therapists we want you to go to marriage therapy okay (laughs) but we are going to say like the language the communication of being able to say you know what i feel just like as you mentioned the translation I feel that you are spending my security. And not even you, I shouldn't even, let me just restate that. I feel that when we are using our finances this way, it makes me feel anxious because I I feel like there's no security. I would like to have more money in the savings account. That would make me feel secure. And instead of just saying more money in the savings account, I would like to have at least $5,000, $10,000 in the savings account. That would make me feel more secure
0: Mm.
2: and able to have this conversation with you about purchasing a truck, right. (laughs) You know, or, or whatever it happens to be, but even just like that, that time to slow down and have that conversation and for both parties to really hear each other, not just, Oh, okay. Again, we're having this conversation. So my husband and I actually talk about this thing called safe place conversations. So we really push this to be like, if you're going to be in our container you have to be willing to have safe place conversations. And it sounds so childish and simple but it works because this is what we do. Like we are humans, right? And when we are teaching our children to have better conversations, what do we do? We get down on their level. We take their hands. We take a deep breath. What's wrong, right? And when we do that, we get a more, we, they, our child knows that we hear them, that we're we're in their space, like, but we're not here to harm them. And it's that mm. same fragile space we need to create with our uh, with our spouses to be able to say, this is a space where we are respectful to each other's mindsets and our, each other's goals. And we're not going to swat it around and go, that's a dumb idea. Why would I do that? Like, we're actually going to have a real conversation around it. Um, so that's a little about, bit about like what we do.
1: Yeah. Those, the, the questions that you just said that when you go down to their level, I think asking questions is, it's a skill. It mm-hmm. is, it has to be learn because to hold space for and understand rather than just point your perspective is and if you ask question shit you might get an answer you didn't know you might get some awareness that you had no idea about so it's kind of important just going one level deeper to Mm -hmm. understand you know what happens when you're spending the security Mm -hmm. so then with the whole money mindset concept of hold on so one person is a is tying in their security to money one person is tying their happiness to money mm-hmm. okay money is the one thing it now mm-hmm. has two core beliefs and purposes which means it's not a rule it's yes a it's yes mm-hmm. if one person can release that that safety equals money yeah some people have 10 million in the bank and don't feel safe mm-hmm. other people have a thousand, and do feel safe. So, if you can unattach safety from money, if you can unattach mm-hmm. the happiness from money, or anything in this
2: mm-hmm. maybe
1: concept, stop giving away power.
2: Mm-hmm. But again,
1: back to what our previous when we first started this podcast. We've been programmed, yes, to give this power and until we yeah. ask that question and realize: How do you have safety without money?
2: Yeah, how do you have
1: happiness without money? I'm not saying you don't have it. Mm -hmm. but you don't need it Mm -hmm. to feel that feeling that's independent Mm -hmm. oh shit we're going deep i love this
2: i know right but like when people get to the core of that like i think that was pivotal to our story so we had seventy-six thousand dollars of student loan debt when we first got married we were 22 we were teachers Mm. we were making less than 60k a year um we live in maryland which is a pretty expensive area to live And we were like, what do we do? And so we really were like, we didn't want to be the status quo. I heard so many people say, well, this is just a part of life. You know, you're just going to have to just join the rest of us. And I was like, no,
1: it's fine. It's (laughs) fine. It's fine. Right.
2: Yeah. And No, I don't want to. Like, I I have dreams and goals for my future. I want to start a business one day. I want to be able to stay home with my kids. I I don't want to have money as a thing that I Mm. have to constantly think about. Like, nah, I'm good. So we learned how to manage it, talk about it. And without even knowing it, learned how to have better conversations about other things that were going on in our life. Um, We paid it off in 28 months. We worked really hard. But then after it was done, we were like, oh my gosh, we can do whatever we want. And we were able to construct without the idea of like, again, the programming, we were able to strip the programming away and say, what do we want? What does our lifestyle look like? And it doesn't have to look like I'm making multiple six figures a month. It doesn't have to look like that because my happiness doesn't rely on that. Right. So when we were able to figure that out, we have found that we've always felt abundant, happy, safe, successful. Mm-hmm. And and it that's that's what
1: happens. <laughs> and this is the spoiler from that place. Mm -hmm. from that place is where you can create true abundance where you Mm -hmm. can attract money where you can attract with authenticity the right clients have fun with your work Mm -hmm. from that place is where you can create from the other place that's why it's so hard so what comes first Mm -hmm. the mindset or the situation well without the true mindset can the situation come to you yeah so that place that you just described in that moment it just felt so light and freeing and mm-hmm. oh awesome. my what what opportunities can you see from that place what right are you going to be doing how cool conversations are you going to have from that place right mm-hmm. yeah that's a yeah, different that's so true so let's yeah. so let's talk about that from from a business owner perspective because your evolution from solopreneur mm-hmm. to you guys coming on together from you know the years that you've had with your business what's What's it been like for you as an entrepreneur to obviously go through the challenges, the pitfalls, the um, the struggles, and you know, the things that you've never seen coming? What's What's that transition been like for you?
2: Yeah, it's been um, it's been really interesting to actually practice what we preach. <laughs> I think that's been the most the most fun part because entrepreneurship is ebb and flow, um, and. I have to constantly, so everything we just talked about, right? Like I talk a good game and I do walk the walk, but I'm still human as well. And there are moments yeah. and times where I'm like, whoo, I forgot. Like, I don't wait, what do I do in this situation? How do I handle this? And I have to constantly like, nope, snap back, snap it. Nope, nope. Hmm. Get back on track, you know? um, And like, that's been, I feel like the biggest, like um, that you want to say, like, what did you call it? A, it wasn't a setback. It was a just surprise or thing I wasn't expecting yeah. was that it really is a mindset. If I can master this noggin and 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 stop and disconnect from all the things that everybody else in entrepreneurial world says that I need to focus on, right? If I just focus there, then I will be, I I will be just fine. I will have all the success that I desire because. I, I'm right up here. But, but when I don't do that and I, I tend to get stuck in like everybody else and all the yeah. other things and what everyone else says I should do, including coaches, right? Like I have to constantly remind myself my coach can tell me to do X, Y, and Z and I trust them. But it's ultimately for me and yeah. up here and I have to be in control of what I put out.
1: Mm, control it's the second pillar with forget yourself. it is so Mm -hmm. super crucial what you just said there is if you can take care of your mind everything Mm -hmm. else will fall into place Mm -hmm. and this is what i'd like to lovingly challenge if you Mm -hmm. don't mind because absolutely that that is one core pillar the mental aspects but you're missing two of the fundamentals and Mm -hmm. this is where when you're working with couples you're now working with the entirety it's why you're successful it's the whole Mm -hmm. picture just the mindset coach not enough just a body Mm -hmm. coach it's not enough to bring all the elements that's why we work with the trifecta it's the mental it's the physical it's the environmental
2: right
1: i mean by that is if you're only looking at the mental and get that game down your body can still be freaking out yes the nervous system (laughs) so you then rely back on okay let me take care of my thoughts take care Mm -hmm. of my thoughts but Mm -hmm. then a situation happens and your body freaks out so for one person it might be I need to manage my brainwaves. I need to mm. manage my nervous system. Mm-hmm. Then I'm not relying on the thoughts. So you can use the mental or the physical as a crutch sometimes. So once yep. you have two, shit, now you're becoming bulletproof. Yeah. Unless you can master your environment, the people around you, the places where you work, where you live, the technology that you use. Mm-hmm. Once you've got a mastery of those three elements, ah, oh, now it becomes a game.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Does that make yeah. sense?
2: yes absolutely the game's afoot once you have that those things in order you know like I I was just thinking like when you were saying like the environment and like the physical and and all of that stuff because I do notice that sometimes even in my business like my body will be the one that that will respond and even though I know and I can repeat and I can say nope 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 we're gonna we're gonna get back on track my body will have a completely different response um And so one of the things that I really love to do is I have to change my environment in order to be able to like completely like reset myself. So I love the spa. (laughs) So I will take myself to a day spa and I will just like unplug and I will purposely not put my phone on. I will purposely like get away. And it really is. That's when I get the best downloads. That's when I really am like, oh, my gosh, like I get like the the just like this dopamine rush of like, I'm okay, everything is fine, just chill. And that's yeah. when that's when the breakthroughs come where I'm like, Oh, this is how I'm going to connect with my clients. Like, <laughs> It's yeah. amazing. And it seems backwards. But it works very similarly with the money as well. Like when I talk to the clients about how to manage it, like, it seems like we're going slow, it seems unconventional. But when we go slow, we go fast we sometimes have to like strip away some of the stuff that's clouding us in order to get ahead of it and go, this is what we really need. Um, so yeah, what you're saying is spot on. Yeah.
1: So with this, so you, you found your, whatever like, with this, I mean, you mentioned before there's different podcasts and books and coaches and all these programs, mm-hmm. and there's all these different ways that you can be working and you've kind of accumulated so much over the years mm-hmm. that I think one of the biggest questions is trying to find, you know, him what do you what do you want what is Mm. it what are you trying to achieve not here's what you need to do and just throw stuff at you you need the mindset you need the physical you need this no what do you want what's going on what how do you want to show up Mm -hmm. so once you can start to bridge that gap with what do you want rather than do this Mm -hmm. you start to have input so you found what helps you to just take yourself out so it's a fourth one that's the vacation syndrome take yourself out of the equation and look everything's fine well, of course it is you just extracted yourself how you can bring that <laughs> right if you can find these tangible things bring that back into your day-to-day so mm-hmm. you can manage your body in that moment manage yeah. your thoughts in that moment that is where things don't take a day a week mm-hmm. you have to yeah. take the situation out there's i'm not saying you don't because damn it's it yeah, yeah, beautiful
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i understand.
1: yeah oh bring a Bring a mini spa to yourself every single day. <laughs> Call it in. Yeah. What do I need in this moment as a, a mental, and a physical mm. rejiggering? Yeah. Shift that perspective. Mm-hmm. If you had the power to do that on demand, shit, what would that What would that mean to you? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I think that something that I've been doing that I've loved lately Um, since my daughters have gone back to school, I will say that this past summer was like one of those summers that I was like, I am done. I don't want to like I, I'm done. Um, my kids are everywhere. They are very rambunctious. And I have taken them to the playground and to the jump and trampoline play like, over and over and over again. And I am done. And I recognized it was because I wasn't giving myself enough time to just like recharge. Um, yeah. so one of the things that I gave myself as like that spa that I would have myself, because obviously you can't do that every single day. I mean, I could, but <laughs> don't live close enough to one. But um, we have a beautiful lake nearby. And I was like, you know what? I would like to not start my day off immediately as I come home from dropping off the girls and working. I would like to be able to drop them off and then go take mm. time for myself to really get myself mentally prepared for my day. And before I talk to a client, before I handle any type of financial thing, before I go out and and create content or whatever like i need to take care of me first so i use that time i go to this beautiful lake i go for this morning i went for a walk like i pray i do devotionals i i i read something that is going to invigorate me i listen to music that i enjoy and again a lot of times that's when i'm like oh man i really want to talk about this today and i feel invigorated to talk about this today and it comes with a fresh new perspective than Mm. if i would just come in and be like i have to show up because i have to hustle because that's what culture has told me to do you know yeah
1: Yeah. so great these are these tools these tactics for you to find this this place whether Mm. it's the brainwaves just come back in you find that clarity your body is no longer freaking out you're actually digesting your food you feel calm you feel happy all these kind of things Mm -hmm. come into play from that place everything's possible Mm -hmm. staying in that place is kind of different so what what is it that within your your work is like oh yeah i even with this knowledge even with like the concepts that you teach your clients you still find yourself avoiding you still find yourself i'm still not doing that and i know i need to oh yeah does that show up
2: oh yeah oh that shows up (laughs) that shows up in the i'm a i think i told you before i'm an educator by trade right So Mm -hmm. a lot of times in education, you're working with students, you want to work with all of your students, you want to take care of all of your students, you want to give them all 110% of your of your care, that's your job, you know, so going into entrepreneurship where you have to kind of have you have to juggle the idea of one being the caretaker and the clients that come into my, my sphere, I'm like, okay, let's let's do the thing and I can give them that type of support but it's the beforehand. It's the getting them on the call. It's the selling them. It's the being a little bit forward and saying some things that might step on their toes um, Mm. that I have to constantly work through. And again, get myself to a space where I know what I'm talking about. I've been doing this for years. We've been having a lot of wins for ourselves for years. People need this. This is important for you. (laughs) So Mm. I have to like psych myself into saying like, you need to book a call with me because i see you like i want to support you um sometimes that is the hardest thing for me in a day like in a given day of of being an yeah. entrepreneur that is the thing that i uh have to really dig deep into my power for
1: <laughs> that shows up so much i mean mm-hmm. this showing up authentically and being able to come from the right place open with confidence through marketing in Mm -hmm. sales in the client work that you get to do i mean those three stages are all slightly different Mm -hmm. but they all require something slightly different from you and you're then changing hats on the way you're approaching this so although you've you've stated the problem eloquently here's the challenge you've eloquently described but here's how i logically you went straight to there's your mentor there's the mentor Mm -hmm. i know this i am worthy i am i have done this so many times people do need this it is it's a game changer
2: mm-hmm. yes and i didn't even add this in there right i'm sorry you were like in the middle of like you're like yes and this is the
1: point <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna say but i put a big fat butt in there
2: uh-huh. it's that feeling mm-hmm. it's
1: that okay you know this logically here's a problem i know it logically but i still can't fucking do it but there's something so i was going to ask you what what is it in that moment that forget the logic because we can all logify everything we know the answers it's not a knowledge problem what are you trying to avoid what is the real problem what is or what are you trying to go towards what is that driver that's masked by the logic
2: yeah um i think i want to speak to the what am i trying to avoid that's easier for me to answer and then perhaps it will lead to the answer to the other question you asked um, more so the reaction from another person, right? The rejection that could possibly happen, which is an an inevitable in entrepreneurship, right? An inevitable that you're going to hear and know. Um, and I I said I was going to add on, like, oh yeah, it's also like you know, yes, not just being able to say, yes, I've done this before, I've done this, you know, a lot of times. Um, but even when certain clients get into my my sphere and they're working with me and they're doing really great, and then they might have moment in time where an issue will come up and it's really hard for them to overcome it. And I can't control that. I can't control them overcoming that that Hmm. situation that they're in. Even though I know the answer of how they need to do it, they Uh need to make the decision to do the thing. And that can eat me up inside as well. Again, as an educator who wants to see all of my students succeed. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: yeah i and then i will paint that as a portrait of me and it's not because
1: as a people pleaser many entrepreneurs yeah. start that way people pleasing over deliver undercharging it's that like mm-hmm. desire to help i'll go above and beyond i will take the weight of the world because i can yes. do this i want to help people and it's very passionate what you do
2: mm-hmm. so
1: yeah i just want so to throw you back to yeah the avoiding rejection okay you've eloquently described it and then in the same in the same breath you said but it's inevitable mm-hmm. these are the qualifiers that we talk about all the time on the podcast mm-hmm. and with our private clients this is the qualifier this is you made a statement it's avoiding rejection but i know it can happen
0: mm-hmm.
1: you just as the kids stifled it and mm-hmm. didn't give it room to breathe
0: mm.
1: if you can find where else you're making these qualifications where else you're not saying it's avoiding rejection and then stop Oh, now that feels (laughs) uncomfortable. Now we want to say something to so that level of uncomfort, you've not been able to explore to its fullest extent Mm -hmm. because of, but everyone knows this. Or but of course I'm good enough.
2: You know what though? That's so true. Because even if you're talking about money, right? I said it before, everyone knows. Everyone knows, but they'll say the same thing, right? Or they'll be like, Oh, yeah, well. I'm not, but nobody's good with their money. So it's fine, right? It's the same exact parallel universe that we're living right now because that's exactly what I'll say when I'm, you know, talking about building a business. Like, oh, well, rejection's going to happen. It's going to happen to everybody. So I just need to, you know, armor up.
1: <laughs> but yes, what if? But this is going to happen. So all I need to, in brackets, not worry about the solving this problem. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that, I've never said it in that way before. Yeah, I've never said it that way before. Tim, thank you. That's mm-hmm. huge. I have this problem, but insert the logic in brackets, which means I don't have to solve the problem.
2: Yes. I-
1: How's that landing? Because that's fresh.
2: That's new. Yeah. No, I just, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. Look at this. This is good, right? We're both like building, you know, different questions to ask. I think that that's a really cool thing to talk through because then my next thought is what if I didn't live in a space where there was rejection? Like what if I just thought to myself, no, there's no rejection. There's just a space maybe where someone needs to go a different way, but that has nothing to do with me. It's not rejecting me.
1: Ooh, like what this, if I change this? This is a podcast for another day, I and mean, we can go on a, another half an hour on this. But I'm just, I'll I'll qualify that. I'll I'll end that with to look at those two different points. What if we can live in a world where there's no rejection? So mm-hmm. I think on one hand, you're talking about the labelling mm-hmm. that this is rejection rather than oh no, thank you. Mm-hmm. So it's just what we call this thing. So being able to see it as a a thank you rather than a rejection, mm-hmm. that's a change in perspective. But on the flip side you're actually lying to yourself because we do live in a world of rejection. Mm. We do live in a world, like I was talking to a client this morning about social media and to be able to put yourself out there, you're going to receive these comments. You're going to receive things that you don't want. It's not a case of, it'll be fine or it might not happen. Wave your flag, it absolutely will happen.
0: Mm -hmm. And we'll make
1: sure that you're absolutely bulletproof so when it does happen, it doesn't even take your attention. So Mm -hmm. what, what if you live in a world that there is rejection Mm-hmm. but it has zero impact on you whatsoever full circle mm-hmm. like we said about money to mm-hmm. start with mm-hmm. if money yeah if you un unhinge un unattach the yeah the money and the security ah oh, shit what yeah what's possible from from there that's so true that's so true okay. look at this when our worlds collide this has been fantastic kim thank you so much for being here thank you for for playing along and just going deep this has been yeah. awesome
2: I told you. I was like, "Oh yeah, let's do it. Let's go down like cuz I mean, I I do 100% agree with the idea that entrepreneurship is is so unique and if we don't talk about the other side of the coin, right? We can talk all day long about how much money we're making in our business and how successful we are, but we also need to talk about how hard it can be, right? how much we have to overcome how much of a mindset game it is more than <laughs> anything like we really have to master we're learning so much about ourselves as human beings and i think that that's the core if you can if you can understand that you are a a project that is continuously being remodeled <laughs> right as you're learning more you're like peeling back layers like however many whatever euphemisms you want to use or whatever we're constantly under construction and if we know that that we need to do that like i think that's when the success comes that we're always aware of that
1: that's what i wish you all the best in your next level in your moving forward and growing into this new identity this new phase with you Mm -hmm. and your partner it's fantastic so kim thank thank you you so much for being here thank you for sharing and hey if people want to find out more about about you and the amazing work that you do where can they find you
2: well, um, my husband and I have a podcast called the Affluent Marriage Podcast. So if you're listening to this, you can just search us right now and give us a sub. And we'd love to have you on there. Um, We love to talk about marriage. We'd love to talk about communication and finances and all things in between to help you live in love and walk in wealth. So we'll see you over there.
1: Sounds fantastic. Everyone, please jump ship. Go and check that out <laughs> for Kim. Thank you for being here. Thank you for playing along. It's been so much fun.
2: Absolutely. You're
1: welcome.